about that. All right, let's do this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Generation Spacing here on Twitch.tv slash jchenzor, a.k.a. the Chenzor Dynasty. You can see that we are nothing but uh, cat fiends over here. I've got one with the belly rub, and Tubo's got the... the oh, God, look at him. Yeah, Miles is ready to take off. What a sweet kitty, though. Oh, As he bites me. He's oh. so sweet. <laughs> he's he's the sweetest cat in the world. Yeah, never mind. Actually, oh, wait, no. But so I, before the stream officially started, some people were talking about anime, and you know what? I said I didn't know what Captain Tsubasa was. And Gundam Jehudi Kai in the chat told me that he's confiscating my card because I do not know what that is. And so my response to that is, um, I don't actually watch anime. <laughs> I actually I don't know anything about anime, to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you, James. You're not missing out. Dang! Okay, you want not, your, your, Logan, your Logan status here? I mean, I don't, I don't hate anime. Actually, Logan, I'm pretty sure, watches a lot of anime and yeah. loves anime. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I agree with but that. But outside of that, I don't hate anime. I just, there's very, I'm very sparing on what I actually enjoy. Yeah, I'm pretty like, sure. For example, I watch Dragon Ball, and I watch Dragon Ball Super, but I know how bad it is. <laughs> like, I, I watch it. Sorry, I'm playing my cat at the same time. It's the oh, first time okay. I've been active all day. I, I just, I, I know, I watch it for the nostalgia, Like I, but I, I, I'm fully aware of how torn apart the storyline is and how bad the writing is. Like, I, I watch it knowing what it is. That's so funny. You're going to get so like, many... You get too high. mad, man. <laughs> animation is cool, but other than that, no, it's 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 not good. Oh man, yeah, I don't know. For me, like I said, I just I've never actually got into anime, and it's weird. It's ironic too because I feel like the reason why I never got into anime was uh, I saw Akira when I was fairly young, right? And Akira, sure. of course, is like you know, lauded as one of the greatest animes of all entire time and everything yeah. like that. But shit, that thing traumatized me so I badly. I it's, it's not a children's film. Like, yeah. you can't watch Akira expecting that to not bother you as a child. Yeah, I got traumatized. And so what ended up happening is I'm just not a fan of, like, crazy, you know, anime where, like, good guys die and all these things like that and i was like no like this is shit can't be happening you know <laughs> yeah so, anime is important to a lot of people though yeah i sure. understand it. it's like comic book lore for me i don't even want to say comic books because i don't consistently monthly read comics that come out like i'll wait a year and then i'll catch up with like a trade or something but i mean or i'll get like a Marvel subscription and catch up, you know, okay, okay. within like a night of reading, basically. Because I thought you were a big comic book person, or are you just... I, I, I am. I just I just read it in spurts. Gotcha. Like, you're, you're like if I was to order or go to a comic shop every month and try to pick up everything that I would want to read, oof, that's, it gets expensive fast. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so, the issue right there. That's wait. the main issue. Yes. And also, I, I'm like, I, I like to um, just binge. Like, if I'm going to catch up on something, I, I don't want to wait a month to find out what happens to Peter Parker. You know, like, I want to know right now. 
You're one of those people that never wants to watch TV on TV, right? Because then you have to wait a week. You'd rather just binge the Netflix stuff. Yeah. And and the, the funny part is, like, I don't even end up binging that often. I'll still watch it, like, periodically, but I, I like to watch it on my schedule. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to yeah. have to wait and be like, all right, next Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Central Time, 8.30 Eastern, I have to be in front of my TV. Like, no, fuck all that. Like, I'll watch it when I want to watch it. Uh, but that's kind of what TiVo's for, right? I mean, TiVo, DVRs, and Nobody that has, stuff. Who has? Only rich people have that, man. That's not true. <laughs> that comes with your who cable. Need- who needs TiVo if you don't have cable? I don't have cable. Oh, that's right. That's right. David was making fun of me for having cable, so, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I made fun of you last week. On yeah, show. I'm pretty sure, too, actually. Rich people? Rich people? Why is cable a rich per- Do you know how expensive it is these days to even run these kind of crazy, like, oh, you need Hulu, you need Netflix, you need all this stuff, you know? It's still cheaper than a cable subscription yeah, I guess by that's far. Probably true. Like I, I want to say I had Hulu, Netflix, and like HBO at some point, and it was thirty dollars. Yeah. And my Spotify subscription was taken care of in that too, and my Disney Plus is taken care of in that. Whereas if I had cable, they're cable sitting you for minimum, minimum seventy dollars a month. Yeah, it's true. Well, my cable is also tied to my internet as well so i get package deals plus i killed all of the cable channels i only have basic channels now there's only a few shows left that i actually watch on tv so sure. that i still maintain yeah, yeah i can't i don't think i'll ever have cable in my adult life who has cable come on man what the <laughs> hell how is cable uh i guess it's true though cable is pretty it's, it's a pretty, bad deal. It's useless now, which is the main thing. But I mean, the one nice thing about it is, honestly, is that Agents of Shield. This is it's like its last season, so I may never. You can, have you to can catch that on Hulu. I'm pretty sure, like the day after. Can you? No, it's I'm on pretty Disney sure. Plus, yeah. Plus, isn't it? Or I don't know if it's on the day after though. Uh, I know Hulu used to have it the day after. I don't know if it does this season. Hmm. Interesting. Well, if that's the case, then maybe I will just cancel my cable then and just screw it at that point in time. So, Do you have uh, multiple internet options in your area or just the one? Uh, I have multiple options, but I like the one that I have because it's fiber. So oh, I okay. have fiber, so I'm going to stick with that yeah, one. So I, I would I just make it a pure everything. internet option. No, no, uh, no Man, cable. Man, canceling that stuff is such a hassle too. Oh, yeah. They They're going to bother you so much to get you to not cancel. Whoops, hang on a second. My microphone is like all in the wrong position and stuff. So Cat is knocking it over. So actually, I'm probably going to get significantly louder all of a sudden. So Yeah, you sound great now. Yeah, sorry about that. I had the microphone in the wrong position and my cat's going to Sorry, knock I sound so great. Yeah, no, because you're actually doing everything correctly with the headset and stuff. So come on, kitty, stop doing this you're trying yeah but your your camera quality and your mic quality probably overall is way better than mine so well plus i'm on discord so it's gonna sound worse no matter what oh there we go remember (sighs) i was just telling you miles has been lackadaisical all day right now all of a sudden he wants to chase a laser (laughs) off to throw for him to play fetch like because he knows you're paying attention to something else jeez man all day i was sitting here playing video games i tried to get him to play with me earlier (laughs) <laughs> now he wants to play. Oh, man. Uh, jerk. Yeah. <laughs> That's how cats are, right? They just don't like... I mean, 
like I said, Nathan wasn't bothering me. As soon as I started this call and started talking to you, then he came over to me and then started like headbutting me and stuff. He's like, no, you're going on one of your stupid streams again and you're going to stop paying attention. Either that or he knows because I start streaming and everybody likes me to see him give him belly rubs that he actually comes over here and he just wants to jump down for some belly rubs. I mean, yeah, look, I'll jump back up here. Look at this. Oh, yeah. he's going to bite me? Okay, sure. Bite me for the stream. <laughs> he just wants you to bite him. Though. I mean, he just wants to bite you, that's all. Yeah, he really does. Look at these. Look, look, look at us and our cats, dude. Look at us and our cats. Couple of grown, single men with cats. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Look at the team, James. Oh, right, Miles? Okay, get that one. Dude, that's just the thing, though, is once you actually own a cat and you realize how wonderful they are. I mean, it's funny because LPN has been so anti-cat for so yeah, long. Now and, he's constantly tweeting out Tetsu. Yeah, he, all he wanted to do was, like, never get a cat. And Rose just was like, let's get a cat, let's get a cat, let's get a cat. And then he got a cat and he, like, tweeted out some, like, super cute video of him. And I was like, see, you love cats now, right? And he never responded to me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't want to he didn't want to admit he was wrong yeah exactly david was the same way though you know it's always until you get your own yeah david was always super anti-cat and thankfully my cats are super friendly and affectionate so he was like oh they're not all aloof and then he also had a, another friend one of kentley's friends who had cats that were awesome too and he's like okay so cats can be awesome and now he says, the order of his favorite animals are my pets, dogs, and cats, is what his order is now. So, <laughs> oh, Nathan, he's just hamming it up. Yeah, I know, dude. He loves this. Oh, that's why I have that crazy Nathan cat belly rub emote. Because he just does this all day. I just wish there was a way Moobot could actually type more than one line at a time when you put it as a command shortcut. Because then you could actually like put in one command and paste out the whole entire cat. But otherwise, <laughs> it's, it's hard and everyone gets the cat split up and everything like that. So uh, let me see if I can make it work here. I'm always a fan of how I named the emotes, though. There you go. There's my belly rub emote right there. So. <laughs> Man, I need to actually stream so I can get followers and take advantage of being a partner because I don't have any. I have like three or four emotes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think they're the ones that I put in the day I became partner. And <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. I need to actually do something with that. Yeah, but if you actually look at how I name the emotes, it's Chen Nath LP, Chen Nath MP, and HP. <laughs> I like so, it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I named them after. The, I named them after the buttons. That way, makes it easy. Now you need to take those pictures and put them in your buttons on your arcade stick. That would actually be hilarious. Actually, I never yeah. even thought of that. That's meta. There you go. Should just do that. I'll make a Nathan art joystick. That's what I'll do. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, no. this became a stream all about cats very quickly. Yeah, I know, right? But that's fine. We love cats, and, you know, 
It's just it's just sad because like there was a tweet from you know certain assholes on the internet that I don't even need to acknowledge, but just talking about how sad it is for guys to have cats that love them and stuff like that, and it's just like oh yeah, I saw a tweet like that. It's yeah. so stupid. And that guy was just like oh this is pathetic or whatever, blah blah blah, yeah. you know. Must be hard being lonely. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, who wouldn't want something like this? I mean, look at this cat right here. Like, you can't see his expression right now, but his expression from my point of view right now is just like, it's absolutely hilarious. Like, he just looks... <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. He's so happy. Look at him. He's just like... <laughs> That's the happiest boy I've ever seen. Yeah. He's straight up smiling. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Goofy-ass cat, man. <sighs> but yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to make a Nathan joystick because uh, I don't play anymore. I'm just a commentator now, dude. It's yeah, all right. I see you play on stream all the time. <laughs> it's true. You may, yeah. not, you may not enter tournaments anymore, but you yeah. definitely still play the game. And I'm going to do so even more now that i've gotten this parsec thing set up which is yeah yeah you're doing soul caliber right and yeah. undernight and what else uh, so soul caliber undernight and guilty gear are, are what i'm going to be what i'm going to try to focus on because uh samurai showdown is not on steam and andy ocr has got that one kind of on lockdown uh, i haven't played been playing much grand blue but maybe what i'll do is i'll try to up the space on the image and maybe if uh, maybe i'll buy a grand blue on steam and then uh, install it and do some grand blue stuff there too as well the only reason why i stopped playing grand blue and soul caliber and undernight is because the net code is just like super bad but oh infected so, jazz yes the crt is for tetris that's why there's a nintendo right there as well so i have a nes there and this is a water bottle that's standing in the way so i feel like certain games are worth playing on a cloud gaming mm -hmm. service and I feel like certain titles aren't. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Like MK and KI and stuff like that have absolutely. Yeah, but no I mean, reason. even like Dragon Ball and Grand Blue, it's they're they're pretty close to. If I mean, like I know a lot of people are all on you know AWS and Parsec is God and all that, but realistically, I think the only games that are really worth it, in my opinion. Are because you know, like it's expensive to host those computers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and is, also, me being in the Midwest, my connection to where people are hosting, <laughs> it's never going to be great. Right. right. So for me personally, my experience, if it's Marvel Three, or if it's like Soul Calibur, like or maybe even like Tekken, like games that have not good netcode, like right, borderline unplayable to not playable at all, then it's definitely worth it. But if it's like Grand Blue or Dragon Ball, it's real questionable to me if it's even worth Fair enough. bothering. Just because, like, like obviously, like those games aren't great online, but the cloud gaming isn't that much better than what's provided on the game itself. Hmm. That's just my thoughts, though. But Maybe. definitely Soul Calibur, definitely Marvel 3 yeah. are very much worth using it. Yeah, that's why that's why if I start streaming on it and everything like that, I'm going to have to figure out a way to uh, you know, like I said if I ran tournaments, I wouldn't be doing what Tong's doing. I would be running like eight man brackets or something like that, you know, yeah, just for quick yeah. tournaments or trying to run exhibitions between strong players and maybe talk to them afterwards or something or just run like little 
my own private sessions just playing with people so I can actually practice these games and stuff. So so I don't know how fast SoCal runs, mm -hmm. but a top eight, if you can do a top eight within like two or three hours, that's like, that's super affordable. Yeah, exactly. That'll, that'll end up costing you like five bucks. Right. Like that's, that's definitely reasonable. But Tong, like you said, on the other hand, he's running these big 32-man... 48 man brackets with like four or five cloud setups at a time yeah. costing him literally like $30 an hour and the, the tournaments end up lasting like what like four or five hours every Friday like yeah, yeah that's that's a bit you gotta have some money for that right. <laughs> must be nice <laughs> and, and I mean like he releases what it costs every right every month like you know he's like here's what I spent like I'm not trying to hide anything right and that um, way people can try to donate and help him out if they want yeah, to appreciate yeah, yeah. it. And stuff. Yeah, I, I think he said after uh, this past month, after paying out people and paying for the servers, uh -huh. he was down like $1,000. Are you serious? Jesus Christ. Yeah, but that's Fuck. that's mostly because he pays out of pocket for a tournament prize. Oh, he actually pays prizes. Okay, I yeah, see. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, I think only first and second maybe you get paid, or gotcha. maybe first, second, third, but still he pays out of pocket for tournament Cause prizes. Because you know that's illegal in some states, right? <laughs> so... Well, only if people put money in. Oh, Nobody it's a free, money in. It's a free tournament. He's, he's paying out of pocket, yes. Oh, dang. He's okay. completely giving money away. Damn, okay. Mm -hmm. Go Tong, then. Yeah, well, dude, he just does it for the love of Marvel 3. Must be nice, dude, to be able to do that, so... Yeah, I, <laughs> dude, I, I'm not complaining. I've entered... I didn't enter this past week, but maybe I'll enter this week. Right. And actually, since Anime Lover is in this chat right now, if I have a server, like, my server is set up to North Amer to, to North Cal Northern California right now, can you switch where it is, or do you have to basically set up a whole new instance, set up a whole new you know, reinstall everything, et cetera, et cetera. Or can you just be like, oh, this North Northern California server is now in Ohio, you know? Because that would be cool because if I ran an exhibition, I could be like, hey, I'm going to run an exhibition between East Coast players and I'm going to run one between West Coast players and just change it that way. So I'm not sure if that's possible. But in case people don't understand how the whole uh, Parsec thing works, uh you aren't actually using any of the in-game netcode. So you're actually just playing local versus on a cloud machine. What Parsec does is just a remote client that allows you to have your inputs go into the other machine. I don't know what it does specifically or special that makes it so that it's so efficient and quick as a remote desktop uh, viewer kind of situation. But like if I remote desktop into the cloud server and watch the game, it can be a little choppy, but on Parsec, it's fucking clear and smooth and everything like that. It's, it's crazy. But yeah, it's basically like a, a, a Google Stadia. But so that's what it is, is that two people are using Parsec to put their inputs onto a local machine sitting on the AWS, on the Amazon Web Services. And from there, that's where, uh, oh God, Nathan, don't do that. Don't do that. He tried to oh, fall he... down and lie down onto my soundboard, so... Oh, no. He was going to, like, either push it off the table or mute everything, or all of a sudden my audio would explode it. because that's how audio is on computers, so... It is, yeah. But that's, that's how it works, and so, yeah, so... But the instances that you set up take a lot of work. There's a nice little tutorial out there that... You know, it can be a little bit confusing, but only for super detail-oriented people like me. 
and uh, outside of that, uh, it's really nice because, uh, like I said, you're only sending your inputs to those machines. So even if it's just a one or two frame lag kind of situation, it's still better than whatever eight frames or six frames of lag that we get a lot of the times online. I think for Tom's tournaments, because I think he has the servers hosted either in like Pennsylvania or Florida, one of the two. Uh huh. I, w I would say it feels like I'm just guessing. I would, I would say it feels like four to five frames for me. Okay. But okay. at the very least, it's consistent. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not fluctuating. It's not like I don't have to worry about big lag spikes or anything like that. It's at least consistent, and I can adjust through the course of a match. Right. And the way Tong runs tournaments, it's all four out of seven. So it gives you an extra game to get used to. Uh, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how Parsec does things. Like, I don't know if it's actually using some sort of uh, rollback or something like that. Or when you played on Tong's thing and you did have the bad inputs, was it pretty laggy for you? Uh, No. I mean, just like standard. The only thing that's ever came up weird for me is the sound has been delayed. Like, the inputs were fine, the game was fine, but for some reason sound was coming out delayed, so I just muted my shit. I didn't want to... I just didn't hear anything. Right, okay, um, okay. Other than that, no, like, I've never experienced anything terrible with it. Yeah, I've definitely had weird uh, audio issues where... Like, so far, I've had audio issues where uh, I can't hear things. Like, uh, like, I'll turn on the game and I can hear Guilty Gear's menu music, no problem. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden, I can't hear anything in the menu. Like at the title screen, I can hear the Guilty Gear title screen. As soon as I go to the menu, the audio disappears, and I, and I can't figure Weird. out why that's happening. So Yeah, that's super strange. Well, that didn't work. And the audio, the audio options in-game didn't change at all? Like they... uh, yeah, I didn't change any of the options in-game. I don't know what did it you, is. Did it's... you check them, though? I, I checked him. I checked him, yeah. Okay. I don't know what it is. There's something weird about the way that the audio stuff works that I, I feel like I could actually hear the uh, the game once I got into verses, but it's 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 a weird thing, and I'll figure it out, like I said, as I mess with it next week. I'm going to be trying to play all the different games on it, so I'm going to be trying to play uh, Undernight and Guilty Gear, and especially Soul Calibur, because... I'll be happy to actually get some quality Soul Calibur online, so... Dude, that's just how I feel about Marvel. Like, I stopped playing Marvel 3 competitively in, like, 2014, 2015, but I still like to play the game with people that I know, you know, to play for funsies, and you can't play Marvel 3 online. <laughs> like, it, 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 is, it, it is not, you just can't. Like, the online is that bad. It's impossible. Like, I, yeah, I remember when the game terrible. first came out, I tried playing it, and it was just like, I hate everything, and I'm not going to do this anymore, so. Yep. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm glad that I get to play at all, even if it's, like, only in tournament setting, or if I, like, have to connect to someone's PC directly, right. or they connect to mine, like, whatever. Like, as long as we get to play, that's nice. Dude, this thing is going crazy. My exploit my is going crazy right I'm, now. I'm watching it go crazy right now. Yeah, it is doing something funky blame, right now. I blame Nathan for hitting your sound mixer. Yeah, because the craziest thing about this, too, is that uh, there's this weird audio bar that's, like, sitting over here. I can see it, yeah. Yeah, like, this weird audio bar from, like, my mixer that's, like, going crazy and some shit. But 
Alright, you know what? Forget this. Uh, I'm just going to leave it like this for now. Ugh. And Nathan has run away, too. Nathan's over there, so he's big chilling <laughs> on the bed over there. Ugh. Yeah, Miles started knocking stuff off my table, and then I don't know where he went. <laughs> he definitely wants me to play with him right now. He's trying to get my attention, but so too fun. bad. <laughs> I know, you're like, you had your chance. Yeah, yeah, all day. I woke him up several times to try to get him to do stuff, and he was just like, nah. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Shay. Now I have to look ugly again. So that's the way it works. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool. So hopefully next week I can try to start doing a bunch of this stuff. And it seems like it should be a lot of fun uh, to yeah, be able to play that I way. I hope you get to get to run tournaments for at least at the very least Soul Caliber. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Andy OCR has been running uh, Shay. Andy OCR has been running tournaments on Sam Show. I haven't entered. Um, Mostly out of out of spite for SNK not fixing the in-game netcode. <laughs> like I just, they had they came out this game I really loved, and then it seemed like they were really gonna care and fix things, and they just didn't. And now they keep giving us characters that pretty much no one wants. Well, so, I I think it's probably just you know money being injected in for from Tencent or whatever you know that that kind oh, of oh yeah i mean i mean especially with the last free character like yeah of course but still yeah they're definitely trying to uh you know get some they're they're trying to get the shot in the arm wherever they can i mean look at the stupid stadia exclusivity now they're on origin and they're like trying to pick money wherever they can it feels like and and it's really making it seem like they've lost they've either lost a shit ton of money or there was some weird goal with this game for them just to see how much they could experiment and create partnerships with all sorts of other things for money you know there is there is reports of i don't know how legit they were cuz they didn't come from websites that i would consider legit but i saw reports of SNK saying that pre-orders alone made the money back it cost them to make Sam Show. Right. I remember hearing stuff like that, too. Which sounds like bullshit to me, but either way, if that's true, then they why do they need to keep doing things like this? Like, yeah. I, I feel like they wouldn't have to have made an Epic exclusive, or they wouldn't have to have been on Stadia for a year before the game came out on Pete. Like, they... Right. I, yeah, I, I don't buy that they made the money back on pre-orders. Right. It doesn't... And, and honestly, just from, like, the the player community, the amount of people that play the game online, there's no way in hell. <laughs> because after like a month or two, finding a match took way too long. Right. Either that or everyone who bought it just quit it after a month because that's usually I mean, what yeah, happens maybe. to fighting games, right? Fighting games, you always see true. this huge burst at the first month and then all of a sudden everything went down, right? I still remember when Dragon Ball Fighters came out, everyone was like, see, this is going to be the new thing. It's taking over the FGC. And then it just, you know, same thing as everything else. I mean, else. it's still pretty popular on PS4 online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not, it wasn't like the crazy thing that they thought was going to sustain, you know, like the whole way. The game's, the game's too hard. <laughs> and the Netcode. Game, versus games can't, yeah, and the Netcode sucks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, people get real frustrated with versus games, man. It's not like Street Fighter, where even if you lose, you lose slowly, usually. Right. <laughs> sort of. Like it, it takes... I mean, Street Fighter Five is a different monster. Right, but right, right. With, like, 4 and 3rd Strike and 2, like, a lot of times you would lose slowly. <laughs> you would get hit a few times. Dragon Ball, 
you get hit once and you get mixed right. and you're dead. Same thing with Marvel, and yeah, it's, it's more frustrating to lose in a versus game because you don't get an opportunity to yeah. understand yeah. why you got hit. Yeah, and to be fair, Hirokun, apparently they stopped working on the patch slot stuff completely, but maybe that's just what they're telling everybody, and they're trying to build the money back for the patch slots. <laughs> I mean, they seem like they're very concentrated on mobile, because that KOF mobile game, I mean, I can't even recognize half the characters in that thing anymore. Like, there's this weird, like, they, like, have guest characters from everywhere now. Yeah, The Rock yeah, that's, that's right. They have all the dumb. That's right. They have like John yeah. Cena and shit in there. I I bet you that game is making them tons of money though. Yeah, and there you go. So that's why they're gonna bring in that uh that uh, uh chick from that one game, Honor of whatever you know. Yeah, whatever mobile gacha game. Yeah, so seems like a good idea for them to do that. So yeah, what up? Make your money, SNK. I just hope that KOF 15 doesn't suck or has shitty Neko. Yeah. Well, I mean, theoretically, we're going to find out tomorrow? Or is it Saturday? Is that where the, the, the Japanese game developer conferences or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it should be now, right? What, what's, oh, it's, no, it's going to be the 31st. I forget, July 31st, yeah, 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 yeah. right? I think it's 5 so. p.m. our time. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, 5 p.m. Pacific time, I should say, they're going to do that, so... I've been my time. Okay. Yeah, so... I'll be around. Maybe. Is it like, are they doing a live stream? How is that working? Yeah, apparently, supposedly what David's read was that they're... Every, all of them are live streaming it on their own channels, so it'll be streamed on multiple channels. And then... Yeah, that's rough. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, that's all I know, so... And uh, then... You're going to basically watch and probably not see anything really important happen. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm imagining. This, I, I, I took that as they're just gathering to talk about fighting games in general. I didn't think it was going to be an announcement thing. Uh, I don't know. Some people were saying that we're probably going to see a bunch of stuff. I mean, they said they're going to reveal the new like uh, a, a new Soul Calibur character or something like that. And everybody seems really? to think that this is where, uh, you know, KOF 15 is going to be announced because they needed something to replace Evo. Because obviously right. there was going to be all these announcements as Evo and there's like nothing, right? So Yeah, Evo got canceled completely. That's, <laughs> that's true. Is, is, is Juna going to be around to like translate the whole shit or something like that? Because I hope. Other, oh yeah, there's going to be a new Guilty Gear Strive character trailer. Maybe yeah, yeah. finally get back to the character that they showed us last Evo and we've never heard of again. So yeah, the the dude with like the tech armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah that'd be cool. He he looks super dope. Uh, Giuna and Michael Murray will restream, but won't fully translate. So I mean, just, I'm sure Giuna will somewhat translate so people know what the hell is going on. Yeah, because then everybody will be watching on Anime Illuminati. So yeah, mm. but yeah, I mean, a lot of people are hoping. I mean, see, that's the thing is like David actually just thinks they're gonna be like, oh hi everybody, hey SNK, what do you got? Oh, we're just gonna show this, and then that's, and then they show it, and then it'll be like, thanks everybody, and then leave. Whereas a lot of people think they're going to sit down and have a powwow about netcode. And, you know, I don't know if that's actually going to happen. Would be nice. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool if they talked about it. And... 
didn't act like they don't know that we all hate the way they program their games yeah. in netcode. Because they mean, have to know. But I mean, clearly, Arches knows. Like they've they've made the effort and they're putting rollback netcode in this drive. Um, so you'd think that the other companies would know by now too, right? Like it's not a it's not a secret anymore. Right. We've yelled and yelled and yelled about it. So. Yeah, I mean a, a bunch. Yeah, of... Yeah, well, Gundam Jehudikai says, like, the Fexel guys are actually going to try to put it in there. because That's they act- true. Yeah, they, they have been. They've been trying to inject that shit right in. Right. And then there was, right the, there was the stream of the, the, the French bread developer who was trying Skullgirls and was like, I think I want use rollback netcode. And then, like... Yeah, and he's been asking questions. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's a chance, maybe, and... Uh, they can all talk about that. I mean, Harada still insists there is rollback in Tekken, but he is a liar. There's not. There is no rollback in Tekken Seven. I mean, if there is, it's not the kind of rollback that we're talking about. You know what I mean? Because clearly, yeah. it's delay based. Like when I hit buttons, things happen. I mean, the fact that I could not block a damn Snake Edge to save my life online. And then I went and played locally and I was blocking everything to the point where guys like Forwood, you know, Forwood, like one of the best Akumas in the country uh, in Tekken 7 was like, my God, James, your reactions are amazing. (laughs) And I was like, I can't block any of this stuff online. (laughs) I mean, yeah, yeah. Tekken 7 is definitely delay based netcode and not even good delay based netcode. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I'm curious to see what's going to happen. I mean, what are you expecting? Are you expecting just... I, 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 From what I read, I thought there was just going to be a bunch of game devs talking about game dev. I didn't expect any announcements. Oh, interesting. I thought they were doing like a thing on August 5th oh, that's that I had read somewhere. That's Capcom. Capcom's doing their own oh, thing on that's 5th. that's just Capcom. So yeah. Capcom's not saying anything tomorrow, then. Maybe. I mean, they may come in there and Ono will be like, three, two, one, sure you can, you know, and then walk away and something like that, but... Yeah. Oh, man, speaking of, did you watch that mobile game announcement? That they had They had CGI Ono? <laughs> I saw so that they creepy. had... I saw that they had a CGI Ono, but I didn't watch any video footage of it. It was so creepy, and it didn't. They didn't use his voice, Whoa. so it just—it was really out of place. Like I was like, "That's not Ono." Did they? Did Ono's they, a real human, and you didn't use his voice. This is weird. Did they give him like anime protagonist voice? They gave him, but <laughs> Shay, I'm trying to get my cat to chase a laser. He's sitting literally right here on top of my PlayStation Four. But he won't. He's staring at the laser, but he won't chase it when I'm staring. At him. <laughs> That's a dot you see on the wall behind me. Yeah. I'm trying to get him to chase it for you guys, but <laughs> he's uh, back to being lazy, I guess. Yeah, he's like, oh, fine. He's in podcast mode now, so <laughs> can't. Usually, just... when I'm like talking to people on a mic at all, he goes in my room. Like he doesn't want to deal with it. <laughs> it's so weird. Like like. 90% of the time, he sleeps right here behind me. Just on the couch, just chilling there. Mm-hmm. If I start talking to people, like I'm playing Rocket Arena or something, mm-hmm. he'll get up and go in my room and doesn't want to be disturbed. Can he hear the game at all? Well, no, I've, I've had Right, yeah, so on the head, that's weird. That's weird. So he just hears me talking, and I get loud and excited, and he's just like, can't sleep out here. Goes in my room and plays <laughs> in the bed. Oh, that's funny. 
meanwhile, my my cat, I, I put a video on my Instagram where, so I'll be typing on my keyboard and Nathan basically tries to sleep on my keyboard because I keep trying to pull him off the keyboard. So he'll sleep with his head right in the middle of the keyboard. It's really hard for me to type because <laughs> I can't reach like the big center bottom of the keys because his head is right. there. And so like he had his head leaning on my wrist like this and I'm typing and it's like shaking his head everywhere. But he's like, yep. nope, I'm sleeping through this, man. I'm sleeping. through. Yep. You're not making me move. So Miles, well, if I'm playing something with a controller, like a, a standard controller, uh-huh. or if I'm just like sitting at my desk with my arms on the table watching something, mm-hmm. he crawls in between my two arms <laughs> and then lays there. And then like I'll play a game or whatever. Like, I take pictures of him and put on Twitter sometimes. Uh-huh. That's like his go-to spot. That's if I'm funny. not being loud and annoying, he'll come lay in my arms. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, so this conference, I mean, I, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm excited to see some new stuff. Like, uh, I, I, what, What's actually cool to me is that all the developers are actually getting together to even, you know, do something it. like this, you know? Yeah, that's, that is pretty cool. I mean, it kind of shows that in Japan that they're more cooperative with each other than a lot of people think they are, right? So, I mean, I feel like a lot of Japanese, especially fighting games, their main market's not even really Japan, right? Like, it's it's here. It feels like there's, it, yeah. There's way more people here to sell the games to, right? Mm-hmm. I think Japan has, like, 15 million people at max, and we have 300-something, yeah. so it just makes sense for them to try to market that stuff for here. So why would they compete with each other in japan right be bros and help make your stuff better so <laughs> out in america and europe they buy your right. games and they uh that's why so many of the games like silent hill remember they made the homecoming which was developed by an american studio and then they had uh what metroid prime made by an american studio capcom had like that blue planet or lost planet and something else they were all trying to like move everything towards the Western audiences because they're trying to appeal to Western audiences. And actually, wait, I've heard wait, that. Wait, wait, hold on. says Japan has 120 million people. That can't be right, can it? Isn't Japan like a third or a fourth of the size of America at most? That's. A... I don't know, man. I'm terrible with geography. Yeah, I'm I know. I mean, it could be if they're all packed. I mean, that's why everybody's homes are so small, right? Damn, that's wild. There's so many people in such a small space. That's crazy. Then again, America has, like, miles and miles and miles of, like, nobody living <laughs> right. anywhere. So, <laughs> I guess that's that's also fair. Oh, man. I miss Japan, man. God, I'm going to go back. Dude, I've never been one day. Yeah, I know. You, you, you'll get there one day, dude. You'll get there one day. Yeah, we'll see. I promise you. I promise you. <laughs> once I become that, <laughs> once I become that six-figure riot commentator, exclusive riot commentator with benefits, uh, I'll fly you out there. So look, man, you're, you're gonna have competition for that job. <laughs> there's, gonna a, there's gonna be a lot of us who want that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all, right, all right, fine, fine, fine. Once I become that millionaire tetris commentator there you go. yeah there you go <laughs> i mean i'm in xbox one conference videos that i'm xbox one conference james chen i'm gonna change my twitter name to that dude i'm gonna change my twitter you name should 
Xbox One conference. Do you even mention that you're a Twitter or a Twitter a Tetris commentator in your Twitter bio? No, I don't actually. I, I never. See, here I am telling you to put that shit in your Tinder, but you won't even put it dude, in your Twitter bio. I'm a hundred percent. But if I ever create a Tinder, a hundred percent, that's going in there, dude. Yeah, just you like, have to I'll, on ESPN commentating Tetris. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I don't even know if I'll say that. Like I said last week, I would just say I'm better than you at Tetris, and like that. I mean, just, yeah, that, that works. Too. That actually. I just, would flex harder. I would just straight up be like, yeah, I've been on ESPN. <laughs> I can say I've been again. on ES. I'll separate the ESPN and the Tetris thing. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that works. I'll just. I've been on ESPN. I'm better than you at Tetris. You know. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm like also that. manically depressive, and I'm OCD, <laughs> and uh, I'm a slob. You, you would actually be surprised how many people would see that and go, "Huh, he's just like me." <laughs> I Right. <laughs> I mean, I actually kind of wanted to put in there that I'm uh, I'm obsessive with recycling these days, dude. Like, washing dishes takes me, like, probably three times longer than anybody else. One, I don't use the washing machine. But two, because half the things that I wash aren't washing machinable. So, uh, like, I actually take, like... Uh, like all of my soda cups that I take back from from uh, fast food places, and I wash all of them. I wash TV dinner trays. I wash like like ice cream wrappers and stuff like that. I wash everything just so I can toss it in the recycle bin. It's. I mean, that's that's a good thing. Oh, I was worried. Yeah, I, mean, I thought you were. I thought you were gonna say I I wash them to reuse them. No, 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 no. <laughs> throw those damn wrappers out. Oh, yeah, I can see the, the tailless cat right there. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, he has no tail. It's really interesting. It almost looks like it got cut off in a weird way. Yeah, I told you the story, right? Yeah, I brought yeah, him yeah. home, and he was getting sassy in the car, so I ripped that shit out. <laughs> well, it's no, okay. That way. It's okay. You won't get banned from Twitch. I mean, geez. Yeah, right. So, you know. That girl tossed her cat over Yeah, there. and fed it alcohol. Yeah, no, he, he's born that way. He's a bobtail. That's his yeah. thing. Oh, no, Corsay says he got Rocket Arena. <laughs> yeah, you, of you course could... you did. It's godlike. And it's free on Steam yeah. this week. I was installing everything on Steam for the Parsec stuff, and I saw, I was like, Rocket League is, uh, Rocket Arena is free. But it's like yeah, $5, isn't it, right now as well? It's $5 on Origin. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. So, I mean, like, it's it's complete crossplay, and it's super easy to, like, pair up with your friends and all that shit. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal, but... Yeah, it's not five bucks on Steam yet. It's yeah, but then I have to price. install Origin as well, and I just yep. don't want to care. <laughs> I mean, I created that Parsec thing. I was like, all right, I'll put Samurai Showdown on this too. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's right. It's not on Steam. Nope, Never mind. Not on Steam. Yeah. Womp womp. <laughs> womp womp. Ugh. Hey, yeah, Shinku plays with us all the time too. Oh, yeah? Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, nice. Shinku is one of, the, one of the main people I play with. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, me and Keats and a bunch of other people. I have a whole Discord now full of fighting game people. Dude, Ultra David sounds like he's obsessed with it too now. David likes it a lot too, yeah. Yeah. I'm just afraid I'll get sick when I play it. But like you said, you could just return games on Steam anyway, right? Yeah, and free weekend to try it. Yeah. Well, what, What's oh, a better yeah, way to it. decide if you'll get dizzy? Uh, I'll see if I can maybe, like, if you guys play maybe l super late Saturday night, maybe I might be able to join in, because uh, there is something I might, I might be trying to do a Teppin thing on Saturday, but uh, if not... 
whatever you can you can hop in the game and figure out if you'll get dizzy whenever yeah. you want is there any one player modes or anything like that it's all multiplayer but there is a bot you can play against bots oh okay okay because I would rather just play with friends and have friends be like, this is the strategy, this is what you do, you know, because... Yeah, yeah, but learning to aim, that takes some time. Yeah, and since I've never played an FPS on a PC, except, like I said, I think I played... No, it was just a little bit of Overwatch and then a little bit of Half-Life. So basically I have, like, maybe a total of, like... Five hours F FPS experience with mouse and keyboard. Maybe not even that you, you much. You can use the controller on PC. It's completely native. You just plug it in and you're good to go. Yeah, I know. I don't want to, though. I, I want to yeah, see you're if it's... Yeah, you're at a huge disadvantage. Because I think I said this last week. Whenever I play on an analog controller... Like, I was trying to play it on the uh, freaking... Uh, on that Star Wars game. And like I said, like... Here's my cursor aiming in the middle of the screen, and here's the guy I'm trying to shoot. Move the analog controller. Bzz, shoot, shoot, shoot. Move the analog controller. Bzz, shoot, shoot, yep. shoot. Like, I'm terrible at analog controllers. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, I'm going to tell you why, James. It's because they are not as good as a mouse and keyboard yeah, for yeah, aiming. Yeah. The, the other reason why, too, is just because, like, I tried to make it so that it's really sensitive so you can turn around faster. But if you don't, if you do that, then that's why every time I barely tap it, it goes, bzz, 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 you know. Have you seen, um, did you see, I know Yipes plays a ton of Call of Duty, right? Uh-huh. Did you see, he posted on Twitter, I don't know, a day or two ago, uh, his, his setup, like how much space he has to move his mouse around? Uh-huh. It's like, I don't know, it's like a good two-foot area. Jesus. And that's because that's because a lot of people, like myself included, and a lot of professional Counter Strike players, you put your mouse on the lowest sensitivity, and you generally like the the rule of thumb is you want to have a giant mouse pad, yeah. and you're not supposed to do a full 360 if you go through the whole mouse pad. You're supposed to have to pick your mouse up and yeah. go again. I mean, the cool so, thing like, is my sensitivity is super low, and I use my entire arm to play any shooter I play. Like, yeah. Yeah, I have I have one of these crazy rat mice thing here, like this thing that I got oh, free the, from the Mad Cats. Yeah, from Mad Cats a long time ago. But it has the like if you look on my screen, like if I move left and right right now, but I can hit a switch to lower yeah, the sensitivity. So right. like if I do this now, if I move left and right, that's as far as it goes, right? So I would probably just do that for the game, you know, so I could yeah, actually. My, my mouse can go up to like thirty two hundred DPI. I keep it on four hundred. Yeah. I mean, so it's I, at the lowest setting possible. I have it high just because I only use it for just computering, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me. So uh, I don't know. Maybe I, I want to try it out with keyboard and mouse anyway because I just want to learn how to play it on keyboard and mouse as opposed sure. to doing it. Because like I said, I'm terrible with analog controllers. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's, it's just growing up playing nothing but. I don't no, that's not even true. You know what it is? Is a lot of these analog controllers. It's like I don't know what it is. Like pushing it very slightly is like feels weird to me. I don't know. Like I, it's like I can't nudge it slightly. Like I always have to move it a bunch or something. And you're just a brute, James. Yeah, I think that's just what it is. I just you know, angry man flipping tables all day and stuff <laughs> like that. So. But yeah, just uh, whenever we get done here, just you know, install the game, <laughs> try it out. Oh man! Can you play one-player versus bots? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. You can just play bots. Okay. Is it a team-based game or is it just a? It is three v three. Oh, okay. But you can play yourself and five bots essentially. Correct. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll try it. See what happens. 
I mean, there's 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 a training mode too. Oh, that's perfect. Okay. So you can actually get in the game and see if you're gonna, you know, get yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah. that's what I did. That's what I did with Overwatch. You know, there's a training mode or something like that in that game that I was just running around and you know those characters fucking teleport and run across walls and shit like that. And I mean, these characters. Do. What's that? These characters do too. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's third person. It's not first person. Right. You have to actually of your character so that might actually make it a little bit better yeah i'll, I'll, I'll maybe i'll mess with I it i mean keats gets uh sick from first person too and this game doesn't bother him okay okay cool also another tip is if you change your field of view to be larger right uh, it tricks your brain to realize that it's not you doing that uh so that can that can help as yeah, well yeah i'd probably have to do that as well yep it's just an option in the game so it's super easy to change okay cool cool Oh, man. Yeah, what were we talking about before we talked about free Rocket League or Rocket Arena? Now you got me calling it Rocket League. I know, right? I think it's like free to play too, actually. So uh, I think I was talking about we were talking about Tinder profiles, and I was talking about how I recycle every damn uh, thing, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. I recycle. Yeah, I was worried that you were recycling wrappers for a second. There. <laughs> well, not no, reusing okay. them, but recycling them. Yes. Although yeah. I will say that I do reuse a lot of like the plastic utensils or even these days i'm actually starting to find out i really like these little wooden forks that they that they give out at places nowadays i don't know if you've seen I've this i've never used one yeah they just have these I little don't you don't often any anymore you know it's, right so cal is that way we've got paper straws everywhere now and stuff like that so In minneapolis has that too dude paper straws are the worst like okay. i'd rather just not have a fucking straw yeah Paper straws. Yeah, they are terrible. I do not like them. But these little nope, wooden nobody does. these little wooden forks, I actually kinda like them. They're durable. They last a long time, so I wash them and then they just kind of keep going. I have a bamboo toothbrush. Huh. Interesting. I found out those were a thing, like when I went to the store and I last needed a toothbrush. So I was like, Oh, I'll try this and it's okay. The <laughs> mouthfeel is not great. Like you're, I, I'm sure everybody's used plastic toothbrushes their entire life. Right. And those are very smooth, and they move around your mouth fine. Right. And boom, turns out. I mean, it's smooth, but like wood. If you ever put wood in your mouth and felt it for a while, it doesn't move around that well. And I don't want to get a splinter in my mouth, dude. <laughs> it's just yeah. Not... I was kind of worried about that, but I'm also just like whatever. Uh, like I, you shouldn't be biting down on your toothbrush anyways, right? Right. I mean, my toothbrushes get destroyed because I, well, I use an electric toothbrush, but I still push hard with the electric toothbrush and I still brush like a regular person, even though you're not supposed to, just because, like you said, 40 years, I mean, like, you know, 35 years, 30 years of me brushing teeth is just like. Corsay, let me uh, give you, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt James. Let me give you a, we're Discord pals, right? Yeah. I can give you an invite to, um, the the discord that we have going oh the rocket league discord right gotcha gotcha yeah, yeah yeah dude i mean dude come on look we interrupt each other all the time on this thing that's what a podcast is for right so people get mad at me because i interrupt david all the time and then i stopped interrupting him and then people got mad because i'm always looking at the monitor and typing and stuff at the same time dude i'm just fucking adhd man <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'm going to DM Corsay, too. I sent you an invite, James. Oh, okay, okay. Get in there if you want. I don't know. I mean, whatever. Nobody's going to get mad that James is in there. Yeah, I'll join. They'll all be like, oh, my God, this means James is going to play? And then I'm never going to join. And then they'll be like, yeah, what's he here for? And then they're going to kick me or something like that or something. So, 
but I'll join. I'll, I'll mess with it. So You're going all the way to Twitch chat just to DM you, Corsay, so we can get you in there. <laughs> oh, man. That's how dedicated I am to this game. Oh, that's cool, though. I'm glad you found something that you're kind of hooked on right now. I mean, that's like... Yeah, it's nice to have a little escape. It's nice to play something that's not a fighting game every once in a while, although Teppin now makes me just as salty as fighting games does, so it doesn't really <laughs> matter. Before, when I was playing it more for fun, it was like, whatever. But now that I feel like I was like, wait, I might actually be good at this game, and now I play it, and now I just get salty all the time. But recently i've been it's funny i have a the way that the, it's so interesting how ccg metas are like there was my deck that got me into rank number 200 and something in the world that was super good like it was just ridiculously yeah. good and then people started figuring out how to fight it because it was very prevalent right and so sure. it stopped doing as well well that means everybody stopped playing it that means the meta changed we got a new mechanic all this stuff happened and I started, so it was, it's a zombie rush variation deck, right? It's a, there's like seven different zombie rush variations out there. And it's one that I used to use. And like Kyle P is using another one. And all these other people are playing all these different variations. And I tried all these other ones and everything like that. And then I'm just like losing. I tried this deck. I'm losing. I'm trying this deck. I can't do anything. And I was like, why haven't I gone back to try my old deck again? because of the way CCG metas change. And then I played it today and I just started beating up on everybody like it was old school style because so many people aren't running the anti-decks to that anymore. So sure. I was like, Makes sense. <laughs> so I'm kind of slowly working my way up before like two days when the season restarts. So see if I can make a last second push to getting a decent rank, even though it doesn't really matter because I don't care about worlds or whatever like that. It's just for my own <laughs> sanity because I'll tell you something. I feel like I suck at video games right now. <laughs> and well, only one way to get better, James. Uh, I mean, the worst part about it is that sometimes I feel like it's a little bit of the old age that that just Yeesh. kind of you, you you get stuck in certain ways. Like when I play Bloodstained, everybody gets mad at me because I refuse to use potions. <laughs> Oh, you, you definitely suck at Bloodstained. 100%. I've watched you play. I'm like, man, James, please. I watched you struggle with the Solid Snake boss. You know what? The funny thing is, I couldn't kill that Solid Snake boss. You fight him again. I just fought him again, and he's stronger. And I killed him on my third try this time. So I've definitely gotten more used to the game. So I watched you struggle for like an hour within the first time, and yeah. I was just like, no, oh, James. And then there was another area. There's a lot of platforming with like gears, uh -huh. and I watched you get crushed by gears that were clearly closing on you. I was just like, James, come on, man. You stood there for like 10 seconds like nothing bad is going to happen to me, and got crushed i was like dude dude uh, the, all the other games that you've ever played in castlevania games with gears like that when it rolls you it just rolls you off anyway you know it doesn't actually crush you and kill you i, I feel like the years of gaming and also common sense in me would be like oh this is gonna crush me yeah. mario taught me this will crush me. <laughs> i i cannot stand here yeah i mean honestly a lot of it is just the uh it's it's like I said. It's just it's very old mindset. I mean, it's funny because then I when I played Cuphead, 
Like people were, there's that fountain that you can look at and see how many times you died or whatever like that. I didn't find that until the end of the game. Most people told me they died like 600, 700 times trying to beat the game. I beat Cuphead and then I found the fountain and it was said like, you've died 299 times. And I was like, so it's just like, it depends on the kind of game it really is, I guess. So if it's more of like a, like a, I never did. What's that? I never finished Cuphead. I should go back and finish it. Oh, dang. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I like I said, I just feel like it's just an old brain that refuses to adapt to certain things. Like it just it refuses to 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 do things right. But it's weird. Look, man, Daigo at the age of thirty nine just qualified for Capcom Cup. <laughs> That's he is showing no signs of slowing down in old age. This is why I do think that like. This proves that he's one of the greatest Street Fighter V players, even, of all time. Because that game's not meant for him. He's like me. He's like me and like Justin. Street Fighter V is not designed for his brain. But the fact that he was able to process that, and even, you know, because he's so competitive and so smart, take a game not designed for him and learn how to play that game anyway... You know. Yeah, and there was a there was a period of time, I'd say all the way through probably season two, where he pretty openly disliked the game. <laughs> and he like, was he wasn't he wasn't trying to hide that he didn't like it, you know, and Yeah. He stuck that's just I mean, it's impressive that he stuck with it and became strong. Yeah. And and, and honestly, in the first two seasons he wasn't that good. He really yeah. wasn't that good. <laughs> You know, making Capcom Cup and all, but, like, to Daigo standards, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, if you think about, like, Street Fighter 4, he was dominant the first two and a half years. Yeah. See... One Evo 2009, one Evo 2010, like, he was he was extremely dominant, so... Anybody what? expecting that to happen twice, that's that's hard to do. Is is Jump King that game that I saw Flo playing that like he made it all the way to the top and then he dropped and fell all the way back down again or no, something? Is that with the guy in the can and he's like using the pickaxe? Yeah. That's called get over it. Oh, is wait, so somebody says it is, but I'm I'm wondering then. Cause it's like the game I'm get over it oh okay because the thing about it is like when i was playing celeste like obviously you die like 700 times in celeste but the beautiful thing about celeste is every time you die it's like burnt your back burnt your back burnt your back and so like you don't really get salty at that game and when i was playing it people were actually pretty amazed at how many things i was doing successfully just on first try you know (laughs) man you're gonna hate me for saying this Uh uh-huh but you're reminding me of Trump right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> when, I did the, when I did the cognitive test, you know what they said to me? They said, wow, nobody gets that right the first time. That's, that's, that's incredible. That's, that's who you're reminding me of right now. God damn it. You know what? <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> In fact, you know what? I, I don't brag about my gameplay. I'm the most humble person. You've never met a person more humble than I am with fighting games and video games in general. Even though I'm super good at them, I'm extremely humble. You you never see anyone as humble as I am. Oh, man. Jim King made Vicious in June. Dude, yeah. I, I don't know if I should play a game like that unless it would just be... That might actually be, like, entertainment for days. Like, people might enjoy that, so...
Oh, I have seen Jump King too. Yeah. Also, Get Over It is like the the new the new hot thing that came out. That's like that. Okay. Okay. One of those clones, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's just the... I think Get Over It was the... I'm pretty sure the premise is you're just a guy stuck in, like, a jar, and he has a pickaxe, and he swings a pickaxe and jump, and anytime you fuck up, the narrator of the game just, like, makes fun of you. <laughs> so, like, the, the point of it is, like, get over the obstacles, but also right. get over this guy talking shit. And I think it was the creator of the game that recorded himself doing okay. that. Okay. Dude, when L.I. Joe visited one time, he was hanging out with me, and we played Dark Souls on stream. And he was, like, having so much frustration watching me die, like, in the stupidest ways. And I got to the first real, real boss. The first real, real boss, which I guess is the yeah, Bell not, Demon. Not the opening boss. What's that? Not the opening boss, but yeah. the first act. Well, not even, like, the dragon on the bridge and all this stuff. There was, like, the, the Bell Demons, which he said is, like, the real first true yeah, boss. Yeah, the first real boss. And, uh, fuck, I could not kill that thing at all. And we had to quit. Really? Yeah. Because the problem is then there's a fucking second one that comes up in there and blows you up. Yeah. And the funny thing is I finished Demon Souls. Like, I eventually ended up beating Demon Souls all the way through. Like, 100%ing all of the bosses and everything in that game. But for some reason, this Dark Souls one was just kicking my ass, dude. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, like most people don't believe that I beat Demon Souls because it just doesn't seem like it makes any sense. But <laughs> because they've watched me play games on stream. But I will say this, like when I played Street Fighter and I muted myself and turned off the camera, like I played so much better because no one could hear me complain and cry and stuff. And oh, it's yeah, like... Yeah. I mean, people, I 100% I agree, playing especially competitive games with a stream on is it adds more pressure <laughs> because like for me personally one of my friends my, my buddy john uh -huh. he likes to watch me stream and he was asking me he's like man he's like like the way you stream like though like, i figured like you should you would just do it all the time like uh -huh. you know like you, you basically just stream it like hanging out with the boys and i'm like yeah man but you have to understand that i don't rage on stream so if i play anything competitive I have to put on, like, a happy face no matter what, even though internally I'm fucking pissed sometimes, you know? <laughs> and I can't let it out because I don't want to be that, like, that guy that's known for raging that yeah. one time. Like, See, even if it may be famous or whatever, like, I just don't want to be that person because it's not a good example of my personality. And then people come into your stream expecting it, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I, I, I avoid getting angry on stream. It's very rare that I've been angry on stream. So I had to explain to him, like, Streaming is hard for me because I can't always just be myself. Right. I have to be this happy, in my eyes, I have to be this happy dude who doesn't <laughs> get mad when he loses and shit. So I can't just, like, put the stream on anytime I play games. Plus, yeah. my computer's not that great. So I can't stream games I want to. Oh, like Rocket right. Arena. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I can stream Rocket Arena. I'd be the number one Rocket Arena streamer, easily. <laughs> nobody fucking streaming the game. Yeah, I noticed that. Nobody's yeah, streaming it. But I can't control myself. Like, I can't control my emotions like that. It's just literally impossible. And uh, I still remember the day after I got, had that Tekken rage, yeah. I streamed it again. I streamed Tekken again. And I had, like, 1,000 to 2,000 people on my stream all of a sudden. They were waiting for the next, the next rage. The yeah, next everyone wanted me to rage again. And I think I didn't. And so it just, like, never stuck around, you know? So... It's like in a weird way, like like you're right. I feel like I had to keep it up. I had to just stay mad all the time, you know. 
Like, yo, of course, if that became a thing, if if Rock Arena blew up and became esports, I would definitely pursue that. Yeah, I I, I would go hard on the game because I'm pretty fucking good. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, like, I'm definitely not the best player in the world or anything, but I I I could be one of them, right? At the very least, I could commentate the game. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, I, I figured one or the other you'd be able to do. Yeah. So I, I would like, but I I don't think it'll ever get that big. Right. It would it would have to go through like a Rocket League thing where some random big streamers start playing it and people go, oh hey, that's why I tried to get fucking Max to play. Oh. I tried to use my call for good one time. <laughs> one time in my life, man, I hit up Max. I was like, yo, play this game, and he like follows me on Twitter and shit. So uh, I know that he saw the, my tweet to him, but he just didn't respond. Right. God damn it, Max, let's play the game. You'll I know that he'll like it too because it's a super fun game, and he likes shooters. Is that, oh well. is that what happened with Rocket League? Was it like a Flappy yeah, Bird kind Rocket of thing? Yeah, was out for like six months to a year before it blew up. Right. It's and like... then streamers got a hold of it, and they're like, well, this game is fucking dope. And people are just like, oh, I'm going to go play this game because it's like 10 bucks or whatever on PS4, and it was right. cross-play, and it just blew up from there. It's kind of like exactly the Flappy Bird the Flappy Bird phenomenon, right? Yeah, dude, people see you having fun with it. Because that like, game... That game was out on the store for years. And then one person just started tweeting about or streaming or something about how hard it is. And it made everybody try to challenge it. And then basically, yeah, all of a sudden everybody and to the point where the guy took it off the store because he got sick of how much attention it was getting and and stuff. And he, he just... And people started selling phones with Flappy Bird for thousands of dollars. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was a real thing for a bit. Yeah, people were like, I downloaded Flappy Bird before it's taken off the store. How much do you want for it? Oh, my God. Hey, I, I can I can do that with my, uh, with my uh, what do you call it, uh, my PlayStation, because I've got the Silent Hill playable demo on there. So. You could do that. Yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> Did you see someone dissected that? Yes! And the Yeah, like the monsters behind you the whole fucking time? Yes! It's so creepy. Uh, that made me so uncomfortable when I found out about that. Because there's one particular way you can do some crazy thing that you would see a glimpse of her. And everyone just thought it was like a weird Easter egg that they put in the game. Like you had to walk up to the door backwards and then like quickly turn and, and open the door and it turns you around super fast or something. But I guess it did it faster than than your, than your than the Lisa ghost would actually get behind you again. So you would see her for half a second and so it was really creepy. But then right. when you're walking around the game, yeah, sometimes you would hear noises and like the shadows would be kind of weird and like people thought that there was like something weird. And it turns out, yeah, that the model for the stupid ghost is literally behind you 100% of the time. And if you play the game, you will never see it. Yeah, it's super creepy. That is just not cool at all. <laughs> it's clever game design, though. Yeah. Did, have you ever played it? No, dude, I can't play games like that. I'm the biggest pussy. Oh, really? Scary dude. games. Like, I can play action horror games like Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6, like shit like okay, that. Okay, okay. Absolutely fine. But Resident Evil 7? Nope. No thanks. I will not play Resident Evil 8. Like, I can't. Those games are too creepy dude, for me. Because I, I love Silent Hill, and I hate scary games. But Silent Hill is just, they do such a good job. So I actually watched it a little bit on YouTube at first. And even watching it on YouTube, I was like, I can't fucking take this. But then I finally played it, and Jesus Christ, like, 
The shit that that... scary, man. God, that game fucks with your brain so bad, dude. It's like... Yeah, oh, I'm good. No thanks. Wait, did they actually make a VR PT on PC? Is that actually... Someone rebuilt all the assets in Unity and made it VR? No. Never. I will never... Like, literally, I would start playing the game, and I would just, like, sit down on the ground, and I would just stop moving. Like, I would probably, <laughs> I would rock back and forth and just weep to myself, you know, in, and just, like, I think I would literally just go insane. All right, so I'm going to tell you a story now that nobody's going to believe. Okay. Because I've never been able to recreate it. But Resident Evil 1. Uh-huh. Do you know the very first, like, the big uh, dining room that you're in? Yes. Mm -hmm. So I had rented the game, right? And uh -huh. I had played through it a little bit. And I, I had just got my PlayStation. I didn't have a memory card yet. Uh -huh. I played through it a bit to where, like, you open the door and the first zombie, you know, turns around. Like, the yeah, iconic. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, uh -huh. And all that shit happens. And then I played a little bit longer and died. I had to start over because no memory card. Right. Anyways, uh, I was just, like, bullshitting. Like, I restarted the game. And I was like, man, this game is too scary. I'm just going to bullshit in this mansion room for hours. And I did. I sat in the man and like in the in the dining room for like three hours, just running around the table. Uh -huh. And I had this memory in my brain. I know this shit happened. I know it happened. I know it wasn't a dream. Eventually, a bunch of zombies just ran in the room. I swear to God, I will, I will, I will, I will carry the story to my grave. That is one hundred percent the truth. My stepsister was watching it with me. And when, I don't know, there was like maybe 10 or 15 zombies came through a door uh -huh. and attacked me. And I don't know if it was a bug or what. But as soon as that happened, I got up and turned the game off because I was scared. <laughs> as soon as you saw it, like it, it for sure happened. And I know that like like when Nemesis came out, Resident Evil 3 came out, they're like, yeah, now Nemesis can run through doors and blah, blah. blah. And that was like uh -huh. a feature. And I was telling my friends, I was like, no, they did that in Resident Evil 1. It happened to me. Like, I, I swear on my life that happened, and nobody will ever believe me, because I've, I've searched YouTube and shit, like, it just doesn't happen. It's not <laughs> a But I swear on my life, I was in the, the opening dining room, just running around the table, looking at random stuff, and eventually zombies came through the wall or the door or something. I swear on my life it happened. Your game was haunted, dude. <laughs> dude, it was, it was so weird. But yeah, anyways... I think that's actually funny that you played it with no memory card because I won it as a prize. I won the original Resident Evil as a prize, uh, and um, I had no interest in it because it looked cheesy. It had the you know real video, whatever like that. I didn't care yeah. about it. I won it at CES by winning the Marvel vs. Capcom turn a Marvel superheroes tournament at the Capcom booth. <laughs> They actually gave me a copy of the game for winning that. And I brought it, and it was like me, my brother, you know, Investigation Cone, you know, one of my best friends. I'm, I think you've seen yeah. him before. Uh, and then uh, uh, and then another one of my friends. And we were just all sitting there playing it. Eh, we'll try it out. Why not? I have it. I didn't have a memory card because I had just bought the PlayStation. I didn't have a memory card. And it was like, well, let's just mess with it because this is the only game we have. And we played it. And we fucking loved it. And we didn't have a memory card. And we got far and died. And then we were like, all right. And we all jumped in the car and like drove to Walmart or something, bought a memory <laughs> card, ran back, and then redid the whole entire thing, dude. It's, yeah, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the original PlayStation 1 sound was kind of creepy weird, you know. You know, it was all weird and stuff. But, I mean, Silent Hill is still the, the scariest games I've ever played. Like, honestly, there, there have been a couple of things that have happened in Silent Hill that are so disturbing that, like, I just felt an intense sense of discomfort to the point where I was like... Yeah, yeah. Bro. Oh, God. Like, I mean, at this point in time, these games are, like, decades old, so there's no real care about spoilers and shit like that, but every Silent Hill game has that, for me, has that one moment where I'm like, fuck. Like, I just, like... Because, like, the original Silent Hill, I mean, I'm sure everybody knows now, there's always regular world, and then, then there's always fucking Silent Hill world where everything turns into grates and stuff like that, and it gets all crazy. So in the first game, you go into the school, which was all based off of Kindergarten Cop, which is hilarious. I don't know if you've seen those those posts. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, like, you run around, you do all the stuff, and then, it, you know, you hear the, the air raid sirens. And then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, it's like in fucking gate grates and bloody hell and it's all just shitty and you're like, oh my god. Then you kill the boss and then it all turns back to normal and it's like, oh my god. And then you go into the hospital, right? And you're just running through the hospital. You're doing all the things in the hospital normally. And there's like three floors in the hospital and a basement. So you go in the first floor, you go through, there's, you know, there's locked doors everywhere because that's how they get you with the anticipation feeling like, oh my God, is there something in the store? <laughs> oh, it's locked. Is there something in the store? <laughs> it's also locked. So you do this, you check everything in the first floor and you can't find anything. So you go back in the elevator, you go to the second floor, you do everything, can't find anything. Go to the third floor, do a bunch of stuff. And then there's like, oh, it's something that lets you access to the basement. So you go to the basement, you do a bunch of stuff and then you're stuck. Like, there's nothing left to do. So you go back, check the first floor, check the third floor, check the second floor, check the basement. I don't know what triggers it, but at one point you get into the elevator and a fourth floor button appears. Like, all of a sudden there's a fourth floor button that was never there the entire time. And as soon as I saw that and my brother saw all of my friends, we were all playing, we are like, no, fuck, dude. Like, oh, God. Oh, God. And as soon as you open up the fourth floor, it's just all greats and everything like that. And you're just like... Fuck. Like, ah, no. No. <laughs> oh, God. I can't remember. Yeah, dude, I, I, can't, I can't do it with Silent Hill 2. Yeah. Too spooky for me. God. And then, there, and then uh, Silent Hill 3 had the blood mirror. Silent Hill 4 had the giant fucking head. Oh, God. 4 had that. That was the big uh, freak out of 4 was the big giant weird head. Oh, God. Ugh. Like, I... Oh, man, that hurt me so much. But there's another thing that happens in 4, too, that literally just, like, made me so, like... I was just... Ugh. Because you're stuck in your apartment in number 4. Like, you're trapped in your apartment. And at one point in time, your apartment becomes possessed and stuff like that. And uh, different things in your apartment you interact with change because it gets possessed. At one point in time, the peephole in your door gets possessed. You see, like, blood dripping down the peephole. And so you go look out the peephole, and you see yourself. And you're, like, bloodied and zombied and kind of, like, like rocking back and forth. And you just look like you're, like, completely, like, fucked up. And, like, seeing yourself like that, like, out the peephole was just, like... 
fuck, dude. Like, oh, that made me feel so goddamn uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. I was so uncomfortable. Good. I can't play those games. Oh, I need, no, I, thanks. I need to finish 7 and get to 2 and 3 remakes so I can do 8 as well. So, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, everybody knows about the Dead Space spoilers because of the of the of the tricky you know hidden message in that game so well, i don't know about any dead space spoilers oh yeah oh, okay okay yeah. i mean yeah. you can talk about them it's not gonna bother me i'm never gonna play i, I actually i own dead space <laughs> i have dead space on origin because it was free one year and i've tried to stream it and i just had to nope the fuck out <laughs> i got maybe like an hour into it and i was like this is too much i can't nope, uh... i'm done Done forever. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of spoiled one thing about Silent Hill 4, which was that your apartment gets possessed at one point. So basically, uh, the game wasn't supposed to be a Silent Hill. It was created just as a random horror game, you know, that was going to be released by Konami, but they turned it into a Silent Hill game. But the creator of the game was targeting it for college students, for kids that were grad, you know, would leave high school and start living in dorms and stuff like that because he wanted to compare it to, you know, the the, the fear and the, and the kind of how scary it is to leave the safeness of your home. And then your dorm or your apartment that you live in during college by yourself becomes your safe haven. And so what happens in Silent Hill 4 is a lot of times you're just doing stuff. Your apartment is all nice. And then you find this giant hole in your wall. You crawl through the hole. You end up in this completely random place fighting weird zombies. And you take damage and whatever, fighting things. And then you go back to your apartment and you start getting your life back. Your apartment just heals you. Like you just get your life back little by little by little. So it was always just nice. You get back and you're like, oh, okay, this is great. This is great. And then halfway through the, like maybe a fourth through the game or a third through the game, you come back into your apartment and your character says, something feels funny. And you notice your apartment's a little foggier and then you notice that your health isn't going up anymore. And then, and then uh, that's when your apartment starts getting possessed. And the possessed areas, if you go next to it, you just start losing health. And like that shit happens and like, the terror inside you, like, oh my god, I can't heal in my home. And the guy who created the game said that was his whole point. He wanted to make you feel safe and then rip it all away. And uh, to the whole, to the point that you know, my my friend, Investigation Code, was after that happened, he put the control down, turned it off, and never played it again. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, uh-huh. that shit's creepy, man. I, I don't have anything to add because fuck those games. Yeah, the, the ironic thing about it is as much as I hate that, that, that kind of stuff and I'm not good with horror games, Silent Hill 2 is still one of my favorite video games of all time. Like top three video games of all time because what you find out actually is about what the story is about and what you find out, like all the pieces that you actually have to kind of put together yourself because unlike all the other shit, they don't just tell you, you know, like you kind of have to piece it together. When you figure out what's happening and why you're in Silent Hill and all these other people that you run into, like, fuck, it's one of the best stories that I've ever experienced because it's not a book, it's not a movie. You have to act 
actively do these things and you just run it and the way they determine your ending it's just fuck it's so good oh i think i've talked about it on this stream before but fuck silent hill 2 is just like it's so good it's like if it wasn't for the fact that it was on ps2 and the camera sucks i would recommend it to everybody <laughs> yeah but they remade it right they remade it, but because by that point, all the assets had been deleted because that's just how Japan generally works, they didn't have a lot of the old, uh, like, uh, um, textures and stuff. And so the game is actually missing a lot of textures. They didn't have any of the original voice acting, so they had to re-record the voice acting, which is really a shame because the voice acting is that weird kind of like almost uncanny valley-ish like they're acting but they don't yeah. act but it feels like they're doing a good job not acting enough that everything feels weird and uncomfortable right. and so like i'm i was sad about that oh what a good game dude fuck shoot <laughs> oh. <sighs> but yeah horror games dude i in general, I mean, that's the thing is like, I know seven and I mean, seven, I already played a bunch of it and seven is kind of creepier, but not like that silent hillish kind of, I think it's just, you just feel like you're more in danger the entire time. And the fact that number two has dude chasing you everywhere. Like, I don't know if I can handle that. Or whatever. What's that? Pyramid head or whatever. Uh, no, I mean, uh, resident evil Two remake has oh. fucking tyrant chasing you everywhere, yeah. dude. Like, I just, I don't even want to, I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> I, mean, I played the demo for Resident Evil 2. Uh-huh. It's still, I, I think if I really pushed myself through it, I could play. Right. Like the remake, I mean. But, um, yeah, because it still feels like kind of an action game. Yeah, yeah. It has that Resident Evil 4-ish feel. Right. Because you could. I could probably really push through if I wanted to play it. Yeah. I have, I mean, I think I own it. I own it, but it's just, it's still in the plastic wrap, so, and... <laughs> just picked it up for funsies? Well, because I picked it up because I loved Resident Evil 2, and I was like, I can't wait to replay this, and then, fucking, this is life, right? Like, I have, like, like fucking Bloodstained has taken me fucking forever to beat this game, because now I'm running around crafting shit and cooking food for this old lady named Susie for no goddamn reason, you know? Oh, God. It's like, th this is why you saw that tweet. I don't know if you saw my tweet a while ago. I was just like, there's too much content in games these days. <laughs> I want less content, man. Get to the point. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, I play a lot of... I shouldn't say I play a lot of... The single-player games I do play, I'm definitely not a completionist. Yeah. Like, when I played through Breath of the Wild, uh -huh. I ran through the story. Oh. I looked up how to get the Master Sword. I did everything I had to do to get the Master Sword. And then I was like, all right, time to go kill Ganon. Like, I didn't <laughs> I didn't do all the searching. I didn't appreciate the game the way you're supposed to. Dang. I was like, nah. Like, I just, I want to I wanna finish the main quest. Like, that's yeah. that's what I do. So, I, I feel you. Yeah, I, I am a completionist. So, I haven't technically finished Zelda yet because I'm still trying to find all the shrines and everything like that. I mean, I've beaten the game. But I'm still trying to find all the shrines and I was streaming that late at night before because it was actually really fun and just a chill stream to have, you know, because I could just sit there and talk and I would play music, but I can't play music anymore because 
fucking DMCA. Although, do, yeah, they, that sucks. do they shut down your channel or do they just mute your VODs and that's I it? I think it depends on how how bad you abuse it. Okay. okay. But I know they, they've always muted VODs. Like, that's not even like right. anything. But I think they've been straight up like DMCAing people's channels. Yeah, see, that sucks right there. <sighs> yeah, it's too much. It's, but, it's silly. Yeah, I, I am a massive completionist. Like, one of the games that almost murdered me was Okami at one point because I fucking, like, was trying to 100% everything. And the same thing with Final Fantasy Twelve. It's the game, it's the Final Fantasy game I've put the most time into because I tried to do all the hunts and there's, like, I've put in, like, over 120-some hours in that game and, you know, and, and the worst thing about the way that that game worked, too, is that, uh, did you ever play Twelve? Dude, I don't play RPGs. Okay. <laughs> I think. Remember I said, I want to get through the story. I don't want to spend right, any hours. Right. There, is a, there is a thing where you basically program how you want your characters to act. Like, if it drops below this percentage, use a potion. If you do this, da-da-da-da. So you can almost kind of auto-fight. And it's very World of Warcraft because you want to build one person to be the... Uh, the, the tank, you want to build one person to be kind of like the distance and whatever, and one person to be kind of like the damage dealer or whatever like that. So you kind of program in them that way. And then some of the hunts you fight, like the guy's life bar drains super slowly, but there's like all these dots under it. And you literally have to kill that life bar, and then that dot goes away, and then, and then you have to drain the next one, and the next dot goes away. So it's like some of these fights took like two hours, and you don't do anything. So, like, literally, I just put it on, and I played it, and I switched, and I watched basketball. And I would sit there and watch a whole basketball game, and I would switch back every once in a while to check to make sure that my three active party members hadn't died. Because if they had died, then you just pull in the other three party members, instantly cast life on the other two, let it run, and then go back. And then come back and check to see if you died in a bit. And so, like, even though I put in, like, 120 hours in the game, did I really put in 120 hours in this game? Yeah, that, that doesn't sound fun at all. Uh, Not even a little bit. Yeah. If they That's actually... why fighting games are great, man. Anytime I put in effort or time, I have a purpose. Yeah. And I know that I'm going to see a reward for it in real life. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to do better in tournament, etc., etc. Honestly? I, I feel rewarded for it. If that Gambit system let you save the Gambit system, because every once in a while you had to change your programming for specific bosses, but then you had to reset everything that you had before and there was no way to save it. Oh, like if there was a way to save it, the game would have been like 10,000 times better. Oh, I mean, I liked 12. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't have put in that much time if I hated it. But still, at the same time, it was just like putting way too much fucking time in that game. So... Yeah, no, I'm good on most RPGs. I like Knights of the Republic. That game came out like 20 years ago. So. <laughs> How long was well, that? Probably longer now. Knights of the Republic? Uh-huh. Like a 25, 30-hour game, if I recall. Yeah. I think I beat it in like a weekend because I was okay. a kid and had all the time in the world. <laughs> I always love it. Like, I'll read these reviews and they'll be like, the biggest weakness of this game is this game is short. It's only like eight hours. And I'm like, sold! <laughs> 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 like so great game yeah exactly uh, i mean i just don't play a lot of single player games yeah like, I, almost everything i play is at least somewhat competitive mm -hmm. makes sense like right now i'm playing rocket arena i play fighting games obviously mm -hmm. um i played counter-strike in the past my my first esport was madden like i've always 
I've always played games that I can yeah. play other people in. And that's because, like, I, I don't know, I, I like challenging myself. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not, like, a speedrunner. Like, beating a clock doesn't have the same feeling to me as beating mm. another person directly. Interesting. So, yeah, I mean, I'm playing Final Fantasy Record Keeper all day, and there's these these bosses that you fight. Just because of daily tasks, you fight them over and over again. They're the, the hard bosses, and I actually get kind of this weird thrill actually learning, figuring out how to kill them faster. You yeah, know, weirdly. See, I don't even care about that stuff. I'm yeah. like, yeah, whatever, I'll, I'll look online and... <laughs> see, that's the other thing, too, is I never look up anything. Someone gave, told me an Easter egg in Bloodstain, Bloodstain, which has no effect on the game. It was just an Easter egg that I may not have found by myself, and I was pissed. Like, I was so mad that they spoiled the Easter egg to me because I love finding shit like that myself. You would have never found it, though. Maybe, because here's the thing. The world's first Easter egg in Adventure which they referenced in uh, in um, that one movie. Ready Player One. Yes, uh-huh. uh, I found that on my own. I literally found that one on my own. And at the time, it was one of the scariest things that I had ever seen because it was just all of a sudden... Like, there was no such thing as credits in video games. And it was weird that it worked and that it worked. And then you walk into this one room and you see credits, just like two lines of text going down the bottom of the screen. And it's just credits. And it was like... What is fucking happening? It was like so like pulls you out of the game and it like it freaked me and my brother out. And the fact that we found this hidden dot and figured out what to do with it on our own. Like I've always been really that might be one of the things that has shaped my gaming (laughs) habits now that I think about it. Because that and walking through the invisible walls in the second quest of Zelda uh, on the original NES. I found on my own, and the amount of euphoria and just, like, pride that I have these days that I figured that stuff out on my own is, like, I, I it just, it will never be replaced. Like, those moments stand out to me so much. That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, like, I don't generally venture that much off the beaten path. Yeah. Like, I, I'm just going the main route. I'm finishing the game. I think the only games that I've ever really tried to do that stuff for is Mega Man X. (laughs) I always like figuring out my own shit Mega Man X. That's just because when I was growing up, that was my favorite game series. If I was like trapped on an island and I got to pick like five video games, Mega Man X one would... Yeah, there's, the first choice. No there's a great video out there that explains why Mega Man X is like so fucking good and like how the first days teaches you all this shit really, really yep. well and everything. And dude, it's it's so good. And someone even pointed out that the stage actually lights up and darkens based on whether you pass the lights on the on the freeway, dude. It's actually mm-hmm. really crazy, dude. That game is yeah. really game good. Is sick, dude. Yeah definitely one of my favorites. sequelitis is the one yeah sequelitis is the one that one is like not only is it a good smart video but the guy is just hilarious too so but uh we haven't talked about the the commentary stuff yet <laughs> we we've actually yeah, just no. just been going around talking like it's just the way it works whatever ha- comes up we just, just keep talking about it dude it's it's, it, it's it's good just two bros having a good time yeah 
But yeah. But yeah, did you want to talk about commentary stuff? I mean, sure. I mean, like it's funny because it all kind of came up from what Gustavo said, and then all of a sudden it just kind of spread from there. I think it's because I responded to it a little bit as well. Uh, well I mean, I, I feel like the the majority of people thought that Gus was talking about you. Like that's how they took it. Well, that's what that's what that's from from the comments I saw on Twitter. That's what I felt like how people took it, that Gus was trying to call out James Chen. Well, that's because I said something about it to somebody else, and then Gustavo responded to that, and then someone responded to Gustavo, and then it just kind of spread. And so everybody saw that tweet that I was saying that I thought Gustavo was talking about me. Or I was like, I don't even know if he's talking about me, because I was talking to uh, uh, the guy who runs Run Frame Link. And he put right. out a tweet that was basically like, you know, James says that Daigo's very good defensively, but if you actually look at the stats, he's not that much more defensive than everyone else because he, he wins the rounds in about the same amount of time. And uh, I responded to him and I was like, oh, hey, you know, that's not what I necessarily meant. I just meant like on defense when he plays, he's so patient. You know, he's patient because he doesn't hit a lot of buttons. He's very careful about what he wants to do. Not that he drags the time out and stuff like that, you know. Right. And then he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, sorry. I, I, that wasn't me like trying to say you were wrong or anything like that because I'm friends with the guy who runs One Frame Link. And so he yeah. thought I was, like, kind of mad or, like, trying to fight him or something. Like, that's not what I meant, asshole, you know, sure. kind of thing. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, no, I just have to say that because I, I feel like I'm always getting attacked by people. And, like, people will see that and just be like, oh, yeah, see, James Chen sucks or whatever. And, and then in that tweet, I said, just like when Gustavo s said that about commentators, you know, he might not be talking. He might be talking about me, but regardless, in my brain, a hundred percent, he's talking about me because that's just how my brain works, right? Like every time I see something like that, oh, they're definitely talking about me, you know, kind of things like that. And so um, it made me. I, I said that, and I tagged Gustavo, and then he responded to me. He was like, "Well, if you're worried about that, then that might means maybe you do have areas that you need to improve on, right? Because sure, it's yeah. subconscious. I, I saw that. I saw that. Uh, that uh, exchange. Yeah. And I was like, I really doesn't have anything to do with that. I was just, it's just how my brain works, man. It just right. sucks being how how I being wired the way I am. But then that kind of exploded because. People who follow Gustavo and me started seeing that conversation, and so Rob TV brought it up. And then because Rob TV brought it up, then like a whole bunch of other people started bringing it up, and so it just started kind of going kind of crazy about that. And uh, right. the only reason why I think a lot of people thought Gustavo was talking about me because he tweeted that right after the CPT Southeast Asia, right after East Asia uh, CPT. But, uh, I mean, we talked. It's, it wasn't about me, so it's, it's fine or whatever, you know. And I even told him, I really honestly didn't think you were talking about me, but it's just that's how my brain is, you know. That's just how my brain works kind of thing, so. And, I mean, to be, um, to be frank, I think Gustavo's right. <laughs> What's that? Like I, 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 to be frank, I think Gustavo's right, not about you or whatever, but, I mean, like, in general – yeah, yeah, yeah. My biggest pet peeve, and something I actually learned from David, like in like one of his one of the tips he gave me when I was starting out, mm -hmm. right? Because I mean, he too much longer before me, but he was more known well before I was, right? Mm -hmm. Um, 
so one of the things I asked him, like, like, what do you suggest on commentary? And he was like, uh, never commit to something you don't know for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I can name a lot of commentators that have come and gone because solely because they committed to things they didn't know for sure too many times were wrong. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think he's, I think he's correct. And like, it doesn't take much as a commentator to say, I think this is what happened, but I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Or just not comment on that shit at all. Yeah. You know, just let it go. Yeah. Because, man, there, there's nothing that people will get angrier at you about than having, like, the wrong frame data or whatever the fuck. You know, the, the interaction happened and you said it happened because of this, but it actually happened because of that. People will, people will absolutely get angry at you for that more than anything else. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the the funny thing is that was where a lot of people started to hate me. It was because there was one point in time where, because I it, for Street Fighter Four when it first came out, like I was super knowledgeable about it. But then there was like fucking sixteen twenty characters in that game, right? And I knew all the frame data, so I was always be like, oh, this is three frames, and everybody be like, James, how do you know all this information or whatever? And then uh, I started getting to a point where because there were so many characters and I couldn't keep up with everything. That, you know, I was like, I, I'm supposed to be that knowledgeable commentator. So I would say things like, oh, this is minus four. And I was wrong. And but I would commit to it. And then eventually everybody, would, I got the reputation that I was wrong all the time. And so I made a conscious effort to stop doing that. Nowadays, I'm like, uh, I think it's this. It's uh, something <laughs> yeah. like that. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Someone in the chat will tell me whatever, you know, like yeah, that exactly. kind of thing. And uh, the thing about it is I, I realize that's not my specialty either. So I just don't even focus on that now. Uh, I actually, uh, because David is so good at that, Sejam is so good at that, if I'm commentating with them, what do I need to know all that stuff for? They can handle that part. My favorite thing about right. my commentary right now is that I can read people's emotions through their gameplay. And uh, I, I love that. I love that I have this, this, I'm like a, I'm a very strong empath because of how emotional I am. And, right. uh, like there, what the hell is going on, dude? What is even happening over here? We're getting, uh, we are getting, uh, raided by a bunch of bots or something like that. But, um, one of the things that would happen was that, uh, uh, like, I was doing one of the show you can scrimmages, and someone did this crazy combo and made the comeback, right? And I was like, 100% this guy's popping off at home. Like, 100% this guy's jumping up and down and pumping his fist at home. And then I talked to him later on. He was like, you were absolutely right. He was like, I was yelling. <laughs> he was like, I was yelling so loudly in my home and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I did a whole analysis on Rob TV and Zaffarino's uh match you remember that they challenged each other uh it was zafferino and rob tv yeah, and uh rob tv went up like 3-1 or something and then eventually lost to zafferino or whatever but like i was just watching and i'd be like okay yeah rob is totally feeling himself rob is totally feeling himself oh no he's super feeling himself right now then all of a sudden he would teabag i was like yep okay and then like something would happen <laughs> i'm like i would be like uh oh that got him nervous and then Zaf started winning a bunch. You could see him making a bunch of mistakes. Then he started winning again. I was like, oh, he's feeling himself again. Then he tried to style and he failed and he lost. 
And I was Bad like, move. yep. And I was like, he's destroyed now, but he needs to psych himself up. And he's feeling it kind of right now. And then he teabagged. Like, you know, like every time I was doing the analysis, like I was right every single time. It's like crazy, dude. Dude, what is happening over here? I don't even know what is going on. Bunch of angry people. Yeah, well, like I said, I think it's just uh, someone's just trying to create a bunch of, like, random accounts or something like that and uh, just trying to to be jerks or something right now, so... It happens. Yeah, whatever, it's fine. Uh, How do I do this? How do I change this to be that people can't actually chat until they follow for a while? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know that you can do it. Yeah. But I don't know how to do it on the fly. Auto mod rule set. Do, 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 do. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> well, oh well. <laughs> so much for that, I guess. So. Yeah. Are there no mods in the chat right now? I have to. I'll have to I mod mean, just someone. Me. Just yeah, just you. But if there's anybody else, I'll definitely have to mod them. So. So, oh, there you go. Thank you to Drunken Banana who's done it. Well, it's followers only mode, right? But did we want, wasn't there like a minute thing or something like? 10 minute follower only mode? I mean, that's fine. Okay, yeah, that works anyway. Okay. Good enough for what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, yeah, yeah, commentary, and you're good at reading emotions. Yeah, so, so basically that's kind of where my specialty lies. But at the same time, I, I still feel like, you know, uh, even if I, I still feel like I'm more knowledgeable than more people about why they make decisions and stuff. But even if I don't know, if I don't know the exact frame data stuff, yeah, these days I just, I don't even try to pretend I know. And I think we're both probably talking about the same person when there's like a pretty significant commentator that eventually basically got ran out of the community because they committed to a lot of things that were, uh, not particularly right, you know? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Probably. We probably have the same the same person in mind. There's more than one, but we probably yeah, have the same yeah. one in mind. Yeah. There's a couple but, of commentators yeah. that I've commentated with recently that had that problem a lot. And I know they're still commentating, but I haven't listened to recently to see if they've improved or not. But uh Yeah, I mean that's that's my biggest advice to any up and coming commentators is don't if you don't know for a fact, if you aren't a hundred percent sure, don't commit. Right. And even if you are, you better be two hundred percent sure. Like, <laughs> don't don't say incorrect things. And if you right. do, and someone corrects you, it's like, oh, sorry, I misspoke. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Like, fix your shit. Fix your shit. Yep. But generally, just don't make that mistake. It's yeah. People like, people will not let you forget it. Be like yipes. Just be like, let me fix my face. <laughs> yeah. Like, people will not let you forget it. Yeah. I mean, even Seth does that a lot. I remember I was commentating him with Street Fighter Four. And he was wondering why a, a guy player wasn't using the EX elbow to go through fireballs and, and hit people because the EX elbow didn't have any projectile invincibility. Uh, but <laughs> well, the problem was is that it did in one version. So you can't blame Seth, right? I mean, sure. he's seen like 700 versions of the game. So what's he going to do? Oh, man. But yeah, even, I mean, I, I agree. I, I, I agree. Like, if you don't know, and like I said, one person that I commentated with, especially if it's a game like Super Turbo or something like that that I know really well, 
And, you know, you talk about matchups being a certain way and it's like not the way it is at all. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, but the thing is, like, the problem with commentators a lot of times is I think they want to try to sound too authoritative. You know, my goal as a commentator is not there to be smarter than the audience. I don't want to be that commentator. That's not my point as a commentator. My goal as a commentator is to bring the joy and the fun out of fighting games so that people can appreciate what's fun about it. It's also why, and I know people disagree with me on this one, but I hate predicting what people do. You know, I hate being like, here comes the this. See, I told you, you yeah. know, like, you know, I hate that kind of thing. I just, I never want to do that. Because, yeah, Ultra David. Because it's... it's, <laughs> it's David a, does that a lot. Does he? Used to, at least. I've, I haven't heard him commentate in a long time. Oh, but yeah. I'd say like two or three years ago, yeah, that would be a David thing for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not a fan of that. And I know a lot of people like it. And I, I know a lot of people think, you know, it depends on how it's delivered. I just think it's... Like, sometimes I'll be like, if I ever do it, it's always something like, you know, you should probably be careful right now because he has this meter and he might be willing. And then the meter comes out and I'll be like, well, there you go. Never mind. <laughs> there you go. Never mind. You know, <laughs> and um, it just depends. Right. Like Justin is another one. Like Justin, if he predicts people like that's just amazing because he also plays and he kills everybody and everything like that. And it's just like it's like a superpower for him. But, you know, he's not main commentator. You know what I mean? And I just I I don't know. I, I just don't like doing it that way. You know, I just as a commentator, I don't like trying to predict people because I don't want to make it about me, about me being right about situations and stuff, you know. Sure. I, I'll warn people like, oh, yeah, he might do this because I did that like literally on commentary. Someone kept doing wake up super and hitting someone at the beginning of a round, but then he would have nothing left and he would die in the end. Right. And then there was one point in time where he if a super hit, he would win. And I was like, see, right now, if he were to spend the bar, then it would. And then he did. And I was like, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a, a fine philosophy to have. Yeah. To not try to predict people. Uh, I, I think the only other thing I, I would really have a pet peeve of, and not too many people are guilty of this anymore, but they used to be often, especially in fighting game commentary, not just esports, but uh -huh. particularly fighting game commentators would often say, what I would have done. Yeah. <laughs> what, what he should have done there. Like, right, don't, uh -huh. don't do that. Like, you're there to relay the information not tell the players mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that they're stupid basically and that was a that was basically what like 90 percent of fgc commentary was from like 2010 to like 2012 yeah. <laughs> just oh you're a fucking idiot <laughs> i mean but yeah we really don't do that much anymore so i mean the nice thing about it is most of the people that are playing are considerably smarter than the commentators are in terms of the game that's why we're commentating in their play <laughs> uh i mean like i said probably the only exception to that is sejam right because if he was playing he would be just amazing at all the fighting games right now oh, no so. man yipes yeah he yipes should, as well uh, yeah yipes he yipes be a well. top player in, in any marvel he wanted to be yeah at, at the very least not dragon ball 2 probably yeah yeah be. yeah for sure for also sure. a strong street fighter player i mean yipes is um, a fucking uh uh evil champion so <laughs> yeah exactly david's not too far off man dude david is ridiculous if he, if he didn't actually have nerve damage like if that would have never been a thing i don't know if we ever would have saw 
Ultra David the commentator the way we do now. I agree. I 100% agree. Because he would have kept playing and he would have been strong. He's definitely yeah. a strong fighting game player. So no, some Sage, of those players out there are, are really strong. Yeah, Sage is some of those commentators. Someone in the chat asked, is Sage a multi-game guy? He's not just a multi-game guy, but you remember we were talking about Keats last week, how Keats is amazing at video games, actually, and he just seems to pick games up like that. Like, as soon as he sits down, he kind of, oh, I got it, and, like, he'll just body you right at the beginning. Sage is the same way. Like, yeah. he, feel, he just picks stuff up, and his hands will do exactly what his brain tells him to do. Like, every time I pick a new game, like, it takes me a while for my hands to finally actually process what my brain, like, the communication from, like, my brain to my hands. It's not like a David kind of thing, but I run on muscle memory so much. And so, unless I sit there and practice combos, I'm not going to develop a combo, like, on the fly. Like, when MVCI first came out, like, on the first day, I played with Sejam, and he's just doing these stupidly long combos, and, like, I'm still just trying to figure out what the hell to do after I launch someone with Spider-Man, you know? And I'm just like, what the hell, dude? And it's not an execution thing. It's just, like I said, it's a muscle memory thing. And a, yeah, and a, it up quicker. And a weird, like, satisfaction thing. But he's just, like, he's... Sejam is one of those like exceptional people at fighting games. Like I, I really feel like he could have been almost like kind of like a mini Sonic Fox because he just picks that shit up so fast and he's so smart with fighting games. It's crazy. Yeah, he's definitely a strong player, yeah. but he won't see me in KI though. <laughs> he's pretty fucking good at KI though. Yeah, right? no, you honestly, honestly, you probably beat me, but I'm gonna talk shit anyways. Dude, I want to see you guys go up against each other. <laughs> Definitely, I'll put it this way. You definitely won't see me a Marvel three. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's interesting, King Vizuki. What is it about saying that that makes you feel better? And I'll tell you about uh, Visant. Visant is a genius theorizer and just like concept kind of person, but he has the old man hands problems. Like he can't get himself to do the things that his brain tells him to do. Kind of like me. And so he came up with all these crazy MVC2 teams that he couldn't execute himself. Uh, you know, he, he was that kind of player, you know. It was yeah, I mean, honestly, Marvel 3 with uh, Wesker, Hagger, Phoenix, mm-hmm. that just all lined up for Jay. Yeah, because, exactly. Because it was straight up Jay's brain going, this is really fucking strong and really easy. Yep. And I can win doing this. All yep. I have to do... Is teleport and call Hagger and I get a hard knockdown into a full combo <laughs> and I build two and a half bars for my almost indestructible, unstoppable character in the back. I, I'm gonna win this thing. Yep. Yep. I remember I remember I had never even met Jay uh, like in person before. And uh-huh. then I walked up to him Thursday night. They were like putting the ballroom together. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you guys knew this. But back in the day, probably even still now, I don't know. I don't bother anymore. But uh-huh. back in the day, if you were like a someone in the FGC, they didn't give a shit if you hung out like Thursday night in the ballroom. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. A lot yeah. of players would be there. And I walked up to Jay, and we had never met in person. I was like, are you ready to win Evo? <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he looked at me in the eyes. He's like, I swear to God, I hope I'm not top eight. I was like, why? He's like, dude, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to fucking throw up. And then he always tells the story about the entire time in top eight. He felt like he was going to puke the whole time. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Okay. But he won. I was right. I was, oh, I wish I would have put, I put a little bit of money on it, but I wish I would have put all my money on Jay. Cause I just knew in my heart he was going right. to win. Monique, Monique. And he definitely wasn't the best player. He wasn't like, 
an execution god or anything like right. that. There were some Phoenix players there, like X-Ray and Bob. They were really fucking strong players, but I was I just knew. I knew that Western <laughs> Hacker Phoenix was going to win it for Jay. And Dude, he did. Monique will always take credit for that because he was super nervous and about to throw up and stuff. And Monique said that she showed him a picture that he didn't want to see and, uh, like, kind of, like, jolted him back into reality. Sure. <laughs> you might have to ask Visant about that story one of these yeah, days. I will, I will. Uh, it's very close to, you know, you want to see some shit kind of thing. So. <laughs> Uh, but maybe even Good. worse. Maybe even worse. But I, what King yeah, Vasuki said. Yeah, what King Vasuki says. He's like, I was feeling massively demoralized when Seijan picked up Skullgirls in like three days. Yes. That is the kind of person that he is, which is why he's so good at commentary and why he can pick up a lot of that stuff. But again, like I said, that's his specialty, right? Like, I think Seijan is one of the best commentators in that aspect. Do I think I'm the best commentator in terms of the empath kind of stuff? 100%. Like, I don't even think anybody comes anywhere close to how good I am at that shit. And I like that because, to me, that humanizes the players more. And it makes it so that it's more about the, the players. You want to root for the players. You know what I mean? So I think that's why a lot of people like it when Sejam and I commentate together and when David and I commentate together because it is that kind of balance. Sejam and David are so good and knowledgeable, frame, strategy, this kind of thing like that. But I have this kind of emotional connection to all the players uh, I mean, like I said, there was the one match that Problem X lost to Knuckledew after he went up 2-0 against Knuckledew, and he started losing, and I was like, you can tell he's getting impatient. I was like, you can just tell he's getting impatient because he was like, God damn it, I should have just won. I should be done with this and whatever. And then Knuckledew just completely beat him afterwards. In the last game, it wasn't even close. Like, Knuckledew just beat him up because you could see Problem X was just making really dumb decisions. Like, like those decisions you make when your brain is tired and you're fatigued. I called it that he lost the mental fatigue. You know, there's those times you're like, fuck it, I'm just going to throw the super out here. Because if I do, I win. If he blocks it, I lose. You know, like, I can't handle playing this crazy mental game anymore. I'm too tired for this shit. And Problem X did it, and he lost. And it was just like I was saying it. So, like... That actually is one of the things that I feel like I'm super good at in fighting games. Fighting game commentary. Commentary, commentary, yeah. Because uh -huh. you don't compete anymore, old man. It's because I suck. <laughs> I'm I don't know, man. You, you did your whole Street Fighter Five. I'm going to grind a diamond. Yeah. That, you proved you don't suck. That I was definitely very proud of that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, I, to, be, to be honest, I was like, there's no way, James. <laughs> <laughs> Not because I don't think you're good at games, because I don't think Street Fighter Five is a game for you. Right. It definitely isn't. Uh-huh. But and you did it anyways. Oh, so that was, yeah, that was yeah. awesome. I might go back to it, too, because I haven't played in forever, and I had to play someone in the show you can scrimmage, because that's the prize you get to play me. And I fucking sure. almost lost, dude. I've almost lost, like, two, <laughs> two tournaments in a row, because, like, I just haven't been practicing, so. Uh. That's fair, yeah. Uh, which which article did uh, Vissant write? Yeah, Jay Jay wrote a bunch of articles about um, Marvel, and when he was part of Broken Team, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. putting out articles for them like monthly. So yeah, long time ago. I thought that, that there was something recent or something. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, that man yeah, is. If a... you put out something recent, let me know. I mean, I'm telling you, it's one of the reasons why I've always wanted to get Vissant on my stream just to sit down and talk to him because he like. 
whenever I see him, one of my favorite things is just to go up to him and be like, so what do you think about this Marvel game right now? And he'll be like, okay, see, the way that I see this, and then it's just like, like, it's just like fucking gold. Like, he's just spitting out gold, and like, everything is so great to listen to. And so I, 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 I love that about him, dude. I, I love... I mean, I could text him and see if he wants to come on sometime. Uh, I, I've asked him, and, and he's just... He's busy in the daytime a lot of the time. Maybe at night we can grab him, but depends oh, yeah, on... Yeah, about for this stream. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, maybe we can. Maybe we can. Oh, man. I miss I miss Vissant, dude. I think the last time yeah, I... Too. I think the last time I saw him was like at that Victrix event a long time ago because it was in San Diego and he just happened to be, you know, hanging the around. The last time I saw Jay was probably like Evo 2017. Dang. Okay. It's been a long time, man. Yeah, yeah. dude. I, I texted him every, like, on his birthday, I texted him and, like, out of the blue, oh, I'll set him cool. up like, Jay, I miss you, BB. Come <laughs> back. Yeah, he's living his adult uh, life now, man. I have. <sighs> Man, it makes me sad because you said you text him happy birthday and shit. I don't wish anybody happy birthday. I mean, I only know because Facebook yelled at me. Like, it's like oh, I right, right. knew that it was his birthday. I don't keep tabs on all my pal's birthdays. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because the reason why I don't wish anybody a happy birthday is because I'll feel too guilty about missing certain people. So I just say it to nobody. So, <laughs> okay. So I just sure. miss everybody. So like, I, so if someone says, "Why didn't you wish me a happy birthday?" I can be like, "I don't wish anybody a happy birthday." Like instead of like, "Oh shit, I forgot," you know, kind of thing. Like, it's why like when I play Final Fantasy Record Keeper, like there's all these ways you can power up your characters, and all of my FFRK friends are like, "Why don't you just power up these characters?" I'm like, because I can't pick which characters I want to do it, I have to come up with a system. There has to be like a logic that I'll only power up characters that do this, that reach this level, and da 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 da. And like, I have to have a way to make it impartial for me to pick. Uh, it's, it's back to the whole Chidi Anagonye thing, you know, for me. Like, like, you know, hey, why don't you up the HP of one of your characters? But which one do I pick? You know, like, this person could be good, but then this person here, then, oh, my God, and then I'll just basically die. So I have to come up with an alternate logical system by which I do cannot use my own biases or, you know, that kind of way to, to power people up. Otherwise, and so for happy birthdays, I just don't wish anybody a happy birthday. Because I suck. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's your OCD, dude. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, James, it's uh, past 1 a.m. Oh, dang. Already? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Okay. <laughs> I want to be asleep if possible. Well, in bed at least by 2. Okay. So I think we should probably wrap it up. Sure. How's your sleep been going, by the way, if you don't mind me asking? Last night was awful. What's that? Like so, last night was awful, dude. So I couldn't some fall. Some nights are okay, but generally no. I couldn't fall asleep last night either. Uh, I I was trying to sleep. I cr I finally actually committed to trying to fall asleep at nine, and then I just didn't until noon. I fell asleep at <laughs> noon, and then I woke up at like three o'clock or four o'clock when when Olaf called me and was like, hey, you want to do this? And I was like, yes, please wake me up, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So, 
Uh, I yeah, don't know. I actually woke up at 10 today, but I tried going to bed at 1. Ugh. And I didn't fall asleep until four or something. Yeah, it's the worst. But I had, do have melatonin. Oh, my friend sent me that. Nice. And it did definitely make me sleepy. Good. I Good. just, I just, my brain just won't shut the fuck right. up and let me go to bed. Sometimes. But yeah. it did. You should try it, man. It definitely did make me sleepy. Oh no, sure. I, I do take melatonin. But you know what? The worst thing about it is, and I think I kind of talked about this last week as well. That, you know, like I said, I wanted to ride my bike to work because it was so close. And then yeah, my mom, mom was like, like, don't ever do So, like, at one point in time, she was like, oh, how come you, like, what can you do about your sleep or whatever? And I'm like, oh, I'm trying to take something called melatonin. She's like, what's that? Is that dangerous? Because she's scared of sleeping medication. And right. I was like, oh, it's fine. It's natural occurring in your body or whatever like that. And I hung up with the phone. 20 minutes later, my mom calls. She's like, I went on the internet and I looked up melatonin and it says it could do this and this and it can kill you and do all the, stop taking it, stop taking it. And I was like, mom, it's natural. She's like, please stop taking it. I was like, fine, I'll stop taking it. And so. <sighs> Bye, dude, you need to sleep to fire your mom once. Yeah. I, never know. At one point I called her and I was like, I'm taking it. I don't care what you say because I am just miserable. <laughs> Yeah. So, so you know what? You're right. I might actually try taking again tonight because I I think I need to do that. I just couldn't sleep last night. It was miserable. So, and people have. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop this and. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, good luck with that, sir. Good luck with that, and uh, try to think about uh, uh, what is the most boring fighting game you've ever played. Oof. Fantasy Strike. All right, think about playing Fantasy Strike while you're trying to sleep. No, I'll be too mad. <laughs> I'll get too angry. I'll, 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 I will sit there in my brain and yell. All right, so everybody has this in, on record. Every fighting game in the FGC that's being played today, I support 100% except Fantasy Strike. <laughs> and that's because I firmly believe it teaches you bad habits for every other 2D fighter. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, for example... There's you can't there's no low you cannot be hit low in that game right so there's no negative to just holding backwards and walking away from certain situations right that is not indicative and not intuitive to any other 2D fighting game ever created ever or ever will be created <laughs> so I really hate that it's marketed as like the beginner right. fighting game when it's just the opposite of fundamental shit I will say that's the only reason I really don't like it though. And, and they stole a bunch of characters. Oh, but. yeah, yeah. I will say, though, that Metal Revolution doesn't have high or low. That one's still in beta right now, but there's no high-low in that game as well. So. I played... I tried playing it. They gave me an early, early, early beta key like a year ago. Oh, okay. Because I thought the game looked sick, so I hit them up. I was like, hey, I'm this guy. I'm uh -huh. fighting you stuff. Can I play your game? They're like, sure, here, have at it. And I was like, great. And they gave me beta keys to give my friends to try it, and uh -huh. I couldn't get my stick to work. Oh, like at sucks. all, yeah, it just okay. wouldn't work. I would program it, and then it just wouldn't do what I wanted to do in the right. game. So I was like, "Well, I tried." <laughs> so it's happening um, to me in Undernight right now, dude. I can't get my joystick to work on that game, but someone actually linked me a, a potential fix for that. So hopefully, I'll get that to work. Okay. So, <clears throat> but anyways, but yeah. I don't want to keep you up anymore. I don't want to keep you any up anymore. Hey guys, if you guys do enjoy the the conversations that we have here, just the chill conversations and us hanging around and just having a good time talking about video games and whatever the fuck we want to uh feel free to subscribe donate whatever like that and uh uh yeah uh otherwise i will see you guys next time here on generation spacing uh have a good night brandon 
take care and uh and uh take care of yourself man Guys. All right, peace. I need an end credit song. I'll just sing that Tetra song again. It's all yeah. connected. We're all together in this life. <laughs>